1: Raiders Chip Walters joining us
0: AP Tennessee Sports editor three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer she covers the Titans the Predators the Grizzlies college football and hoops please make welcome Teresa Walker high school sports is what we do but it's not all we do don't forget about top five Tuesday and wild and wacky Wednesday
1: be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on southern middle Tennessee sports today 1017 WKOM
0: Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. We have to bring in, as we do every Monday at this time, the voice of the Blue Raiders. Mr. Chip Walters, brought to you by the Law Offices of Blake Kelly, specializing in accident and injury law. Give him a call, 615-305-4539, or find his Facebook or Instagram page. Chip, welcome in. How's it going? How you doing, boys? Better than we were.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Chris sounded like it was a chore bringing me on. So no.
1: he did say we okay. have to. Yeah, we well, yeah, did, did. Yeah, yeah. Know. I caught that too. Well, it wasn't
0: no. a chore. It's just we have to do it because otherwise this segment wouldn't be near as good.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, wow! There's a nice bailout. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: I've I've done my fair share of that.
1: Chip, um, it, it kind of felt like a football weekend for you, I imagine, from the standpoint that you had wow. nothing to do.
2: Wow! It was, you know, it was kind of crazy. Uh, it, it, we had a lot to do, and then all of a sudden, nothing to do uh, because, I mean, we were supposed to have had basketball on. Friday and Saturday women were going to go on the well they then first of all they pushed it all back to Saturday Sunday and the women were actually going to fly down to Louisiana Tech they were going to charter down there on Saturday morning and play a six o'clock game and then play a Sunday game and come home but uh the call came from Ruston uh Sometime Friday morning, I I know they made the announcement at ten thirty, and so about nine thirty or so. I actually Mark Owens called me about ten fifteen, said, "Hey, get ready. This is what's about to happen." And um, so it wasn't long before that that they called from from Ruston and said, "Hey, you can't get in or out of airports in either Shreveport or uh, Monroe, Monroe, and uh, the." whatever i mean there's not a lot of ice clearing equipment in louisiana to start with which i mean we don't have a lot here and there's you know there's not a big huge reason to in- invest in a lot of it but you know down there they have even less and apparently from what uh we had gotten word is that uh even what they had a lot of that had been taken out by one of the hurricanes so they were even they really hadn't been able to touch it all week and they had probably more ice than we had. So airports were both socked in. Louisiana Tech's men could not get out. Our women could not get in. So it ended up canceling that. Baseball was supposed to have started on Friday. Obviously, that could not get going until there was some major meltage. And that got started yesterday, and they made some huge strides on getting the field cleared uh, by – I saw a video that they put up on social media about 8 o'clock last night where they had gotten most of the ice off of the – and and snow, whatever was left, had gotten it actually off the field to then allow whatever water was left to hopefully get into the ground. And and the plan is to play two nines today at 3 o'clock against Oakland University. And um, they are making a two-week southern swing. There could possibly be a game tomorrow. Don't know that yet. But uh, baseball also scheduled to play Murray on Wednesday, and then they've got another MAC team coming in uh, over the weekend. As as uh, they're we're going to end up starting out with eight straight at home uh, to start the season. So, and then they'll go the following weekend to South Alabama. So. I know I was over there about noon yesterday, and and Coach Tomlin was absolutely chomping at the bit to uh, to uh, try to get uh, try to get the field, and he even talked about trying to play a game late last night if they could get the field in shape, but that was not going to be the case because there was too much. I mean, they had the field they had the infield covered, but like the areas in front of the dugouts and all, they were very very wet. They were going to have to get a lot of diamond dry on them uh today and last night to soak up uh some of that water
1: and and chip i would imagine shifting away from baseball for just a second this weekend was particularly frustrating for rick insul and the lady Raiders because they were off last weekend as well when they were supposed to play marshall is that correct
2: that's correct and you know they they, uh, you know, they they find themselves now uh, just looking at the standings on the women's side. And again, you have to read the standings different this year because it's all about uh, winning percentage and uh, and not necessarily your record. But middle ten and two, they will end up if they play this weekend and make up the Marshall series. That will be fourteen of the. No, they played twelve. They will end up playing sixteen of the eighteen. Uh, right now, they're ten and two with an eighty-three point three winning percentage. Charlotte is three wins back at seven and three, and also a seventy percent winning percentage. So right now, it's starting to look like uh, and it, that they're they're going to be able to lock up the divisional championship here pretty soon, and they will finish out with four straight at home. Um, out west, Rice is number one at nine and one. So, see, they've only played ten games, but they lead But they lead their division. Uh, over on the men's side, Middles' men are in actually pretty good shape uh, to make the tournament, uh, even though they didn't play this past weekend. FIU had another loss hung on them, which lowered their winning percentage, and um uh, and and the Blue Raiders will end up number one, they will end up playing six I mean, if you know, Nick McDevitt has been I mean it's he's been like the the guys on Haw. you know, it's gloom, despair, and agony on me. You know, the f- next time he gets a, a good break will be the first time. <laughs> but they they end up losing their senior day this weekend. These the Louisiana Tech games can't be made up. So uh you're going to end up with road trips to Marshall, Old Dominion, and FAU. You're going to play six straight on the road to end, end the regular season. But, you know, you hope that you hang in there and make that uh, – get get in the conference tournament and uh, go down there and, and, you know, hopefully here over these next couple of weeks get a little more consistency going. You're going to have Donovan Sims back uh, – you're probably going to get Jared Coleman Jones back. You're not going to get Dontrell Shuler back, but barring any other injuries or covid problems, you're going to have the, you know, big part of your team back, Sands your leading scorer and best one-on-one defender. But that's where we are.
0: Um that's interesting because, you know, you say hopefully make the conference tournament because all but two teams will make the conference tournament. Is that correct?
2: Yes. The
0: top six in
2: each division are going to go.
0: And I'm not sure. It'll be all based off of winning percentage. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Okay.
2: And right now, it's middle and FIU are battling for that tournament spot. Middle has it right now. And on the the other side, uh, Southern Miss – Looks to be the odd man out.
0: Uh, Well, FIU just has you know Western twice to end the season. No big deal.
2: Correct. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's exactly. Hopefully, Western will take care of business. (laughs) That that's part. You know, that's part. Yeah. Hopefully, Western does their thing. Western actually added a game uh, with Houston. They're playing uh, a midweek game. They just added it yesterday or the day before, but they're going to play a non-conference game against houston i guess they're looking to raise their net a little bit and uh and and add a game in there
1: i'm glad you've caught on to net because my first thought was rpi but i'm uh, Uh, showing my age with that i guess huh
2: you know i i i I just i caught myself actually mo because i'm like you uh, i mean i'm i'm still you know an rpi kind of guy and and you know just about the time you start to understand it a little bit they on, change it on they change it and <laughs> go to this this other uh, system you know uh, and you know it's you know apparently the RPI was starting to let the little guy get in a little bit more hmm. than they hmm. wanted, so they of course had to go change things. <laughs> We can't let that happen, no.
1: No doubt, no doubt. We are speaking <laughs> with the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He is brought to you by the Law Offices of Blake Kelly, specializing in accident and injury law. You can find Blake on Facebook. You can find him on Instagram. Or you can just give him a call at 615-305-4539. Um, Chip, last week... You got to do something really special. Um, You were involved in the phone conversation Ah. along with Brad Willis of the um, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame that informed former Blue Raider three-sport athlete Mike Caldwell (laughs) that he was going to be in their um, 2021 induction class.
2: Yeah, he was the first uh he was the first one to be uh announced in uh in, in the rollout uh and you know it really could not have worked better uh with you know because of the way the weather was the distance Mike had already left Tampa he was at home in New Jersey uh it's where he lives and after spending all that time with when he was coaching for the Jets and in Philadelphia and and all that, but uh, it it is so fun. We 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 did this last summer with the Blue Raider Hall of Fame class uh, under the guys because we'd done several webinars during you know COVID was still somewhat new and and people were kind of clamoring for some uh, some sort of. Uh, you know, content, and so we had put together some, you know, a couple of like lunchtime webinars, and had some one one week we had football coaches on, then we had some basketball coaches on, and then you know we had uh, Chris Massaro was on all of them, I think, and but did some other stuff with like tickets and whatever when those kind of things came out, but we also used it, uh, invited uh, a a select group of former athletes to come on and just kind of, you know, under the guise of, hey, fans, you know, really want to, you know, you, y'all you were some of the, you know, fan favorites from your time here and just kind of talk about where you are now and blah, 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 blah. And turns out that's how we announced the Hall of Fame class at Middle. We, they, we got them all. That was Alicia Clark and, you know, that whole group that went in, which was a great class that went in last year. And uh, that's how we... Uh, you know, it's how we got them, and when it came up about how to how to how to how to because Brad, when Brad came into the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, he you know he has really done a great job of elevating the visibility of of the Hall of Fame statewide, and also has done a great job of of harnessing social media and all of that, and uh, with. With the rollouts and the surprises and all that, so when it came, the word came down. I was talking to Mark about it, and you know, how how do we get uh, Mike Caldwell? I said, well, let's just, you know, we, they had done a an interview with him prior to the Super Bowl about you know Blue Raiders in the Super Bowl. He for Tampa, and then Charverius Ward and Darius Harris were on the Chiefs roster. So I said, why don't we just do a Super Bowl follow up, and then. You know, on a Zoom call, and bring Brad in and let him spring the news, and that's exactly what we did, and and it totally caught Mike off guard. But uh, what a you know what an honor and and really just uh, you know a, a a salute to a an incredibly good dude who has very quietly put together an, an outstanding you know nfl coaching career after playing 11 years in the league uh and which you know followed up uh just an all-american career at middle
1: and you know chip you you texted me in the middle of a show to let me know that that had gone down and i mentioned that um i mentioned at that time that um mike was a two-sport athlete at middle it having um Stepped in on the basketball team after one of those infamous Tennessee Tech brawls, and um, you corrected me. Well, he
2: was a uh, he actually came to Middle as a two sport athlete out of Oak Ridge, uh, and was going to play baseball. And he did play his freshman year uh, on the baseball team, uh, and then obviously was he and. Kenny Tippins, uh, who also played, uh, several years in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons after, uh, the, uh, what was, has been dubbed the melee in Murfreesboro, uh, between middle and tech. And, and, uh, I was uh, actually sitting in the stands that night when it went down so but, was I. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, and I think, you know, I think plaster was actually doing the game on television that night, uh, because it was on it was on TV, but the fight happens. Then Dan Beebe was the uh, uh, commissioner at the time, and and the suspensions came down. Or was it Delaney? I think it was Beebe. By that, I, I think, think it was like Beebe Beebe's, at that point. It's like his first year or something, and and the suspensions come down, and uh, and that's when Bruce Stewart basically said said Okay, we're just going to take them all at one time mm-hmm. and And instead of – because everybody thought, oh, they would spread them out, you know, one here, one there, that kind of thing. And Bruce said, nope. Because nobody had more than a two-game suspension, I don't think. And Bruce said, we're just going to take them all this week. If we have to forfeit games, we'll forfeit games. And we did. Well, and and he did. And one of those was supposed to be at Tennessee State, which in those days that drew about 10,000 in either arena, whichever one it was. But – Anyways, it came about, and they got back to play, and they drafted uh, Callwell and and Tippins uh, off the football team to fill some slots, and and Calwell actually started, uh, and he looked the part. I mean, you know what? Kenny's just a good. I mean, especially in college, just a good-looking guy, mm-hmm. tall, lean, uh, and 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 he looked the part. Now Tippins. You know, was so bow-legged, a point guard could dribble through his legs, but he had he had, he looked more like a football player playing basketball. basketball yeah, playing basketball. But one of the games that uh, those two guys uh, filled in was against Murray State, and uh, and Caldwell's defensive assignment was Popeye Jones, and so that uh, he, he reminded me of that. But he also said that he. Uh, he when we on the call the other day, when we were talking about him actually playing that third sport, he said, "Yeah." He goes, I, I, "He goes." I tell my kids, he goes, that I played three sports in college, and I got to start the first game I ever played in all three sports. I got to start, and uh, which he started as a true freshman in baseball, football, and then for those two games in basketball, he uh, he uh, he uh, you know he was able to start those two games against OVC competition.
1: That's pretty amazing.
2: Yep, that. he's an amazing athlete and, and even a better guy.
1: But good for him,
2: yeah, and he, good for you be, to uh,
1: good for you to be able to be involved in that. I, I think that speaks volumes to um, how well you're thought of over there.
2: Well, I, I appreciate that, but I, I think you know I, I kind of do these things a lot, uh, and so I you know I think it 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 helped carry out the ruse. A little bit more because, uh, and I'd actually called and set it up with with uh, with with uh, with him and and said, "Hey, we're gonna do, we want to do you know you did the interview prior to the Super Bowl. Can we do a follow up? When would be a good day for you to do it?" And and he, I mean, and he comes on the Zoom call and he's got his he's got his Super Bowl champion cap on and his Tampa Bay Super Bowl champion T shirts and. And uh and so that that was funny. It was fun to get Caldwell on there, and then uh, and then you know Chris Massaro came on to congratulate. But Brad, you know, we were kind of holding them in the waiting room. So I just started out just talking about you know Todd Bowles' defense. You know how that staff you know really did such a great job of, of changing what they typically do on defense and came along and. And uh, and and all that, and then got into, you know, the, the, the it was funny. We talked about the boat parade, and he goes, he goes, he he said, any other from he goes after being involved in that, he goes, there will be no ground based uh, Super Bowl celebration parade that will ever hold a candle to doing it on the water like they did in Tampa. And then about that time, we brought in uh, Brad, and and he. Uh, just, uh, I introduced, uh, I introduced Mike to, to Brad and, and Brad did a great job of setting it up and, and then, uh, and then giving in the announcement and you could just see Mike kind of taken aback and that grin as, as, as Brad kept talking, uh, Mike's grin got a little bit bigger as he was figuring out what was happening. And that, that's so fun to watch those guys do that and to, uh, and, uh, and, and in particular, that that's a great because that's so unique to be in the in the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. But he joins a lot of other Blue Raiders who have uh, you know connections there. Coach Donnelly's in, Coach Ensel's in, Kelly Holcomb. Uh, there've been a lot, and there are going to be several more. I would say uh, our girl Alicia Clark will be a, a first rounder or first ballot to, to go in when uh, her opportunity comes here very soon, and. You know there will be others uh, along the way but uh, that's a, it's a great great honor and uh, really it was fun to be part of.
0: I think that's one of my favorite things that has uh surfaced over the last couple of years are the uh, Hall of Fame surprise announcements those are really cool and to see those reactions immediately that's uh especially on camera that that's really cool man. Chip we appreciate it man. It's always a fun time on Monday morning. You are a joy to listen to. <laughs>
2: Well, I appreciate the the, uh, the opportunity every week and uh, look forward to talking Hope- to you next Monday. <laughs> Hopefully, Hopefully next we'll week- have a whole lot of stuff that will have happened between now and then. <laughs> That's what I was going to Ideally, gonna say. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would
0: be nice. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Oh, man. Well, we appreciate it. We, we never have a shortage of things to talk about with you, Chip. So uh, that, that is always a positive, and we appreciate it. Again, Chip Walters on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Uh, we'll talk to you next Monday
2: all right see you boys
0: see you, jp later chip <laughs> chip is brought to you by the law office of blake kelly just give him a call 615-305-4539 find him on facebook or instagram or and that's really preferred method by the way uh facebook or instagram but if you need a personal or injury lawyer he's the guy